Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's no happy oh. Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween! That's what I wanted to say. Don't slam the table. Didn't he just oh, tell you? He tells me not to slam the table. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That, thank you. I love. We we asked Shy for a big stadium applause, and and we got it really big today. So thank you so much. Welcome. You have joined us still at a 360 degree view of life in sports. Phones, everybody. Phones on mute. Yes. <laughs> I love a rocky start to a show because that means it's going to go like it be totally awesome show. I'm very excited about it. As I was saying, you have joined Distill at a 360 degree view of life and sports. And my name is Wendy Rosenthal. I am your co-host alongside the brilliant, <laughs> the amazing, the wonderful Aver Switzer. Put on your mask, my friend. It's I Halloween. I know, but you know me. Oh, my gosh. I don't have time to wipe it down or anything. You know, I, I could be all sweaty from last time you used it. Totally fine. It's, 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 it's been two years. I've got hygiene issues. It's been two years. Right, it's even worse. Okay. I've got hygiene issues. I'm putting <laughs> that on. Here. <laughs> you <laughs> have joined us today on this beautiful Halloween uh, afternoon. Yeah. You can see that at least I have dressed up uh, as the queen that I like I'm a Gemini. I am. Here's my alter ego. There you go. Side oh, by yeah. side. There you go. <laughs> you just keep it on your shoulder the whole the whole Good. time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are the very fortunate co-hosts of this fantastic vidcast that looks at sports um, from all perspectives, trying to uncover the cool stories around sports from the home athletic um, lifestyle to professional sports. We believe we can do this because Aaron and I are the very proud owners of a company called The Distillery Inc., where we distill um, professional athletes' um, unique athletic skill set and repurpose it into their lives after sports. We are huge sports fans. We love, love sports. And we also believe that sports is a metaphor for life. Yeah. And that's why we come to you every other Thursday from the beautiful studios of UBN Go. And we are joined today uh, by our wonderful, fantastic engineer shy who yeah, is so celebrating celebrate. he's celebrating let's go nets <laughs> that's right on the last yeah, show i have to say <laughs> i have to say there was some some including me in our household that were rooting for the astros but yeah. you know yeah there you go yeah. we're very happy it was a great a great world series and we're going to talk about that in a minute but before we do we want to first of all let you know that we enjoy hearing from you Every single time we're in studio, you can get in touch with us either on uh, Facebook in the comment section where we will be very happy to respond, or you can call in at 323-524-2599. Yes, Sorry, I was it. like having a temporary <laughs> momentary last. 323-524-2599. So call in with your comments to or to join the conversation. And as we do every broadcast we like to start um out by talking a little bit of 
about what's going on in the world of sports, and there's yeah. a lot going on. Before we get there, I just want to invite our in-studio guest today, who we're going to do a bigger introduction for in a bit, Cedric Alexander. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks Cedric for is. Thanks for having <laughs> me. Good morning, beautiful people. I guess it's afternoon. Afternoon. <laughs> and we want you to join us in this conversation if you like. If you don't have anything to say, it's okay as well. But uh, we wanted to start off with talking about the World Series. Yeah. Uh, there is, first of all, congratulations to the Washington Nationals. I have to tell you, I think it was one of those. Um, it was one of those stories that they had to end with them winning right. because of the whole season was they were the underdog. They were behind. They had actually almost almost no business being even a wild card team. Sure. And what they did from the minute they stepped into the postseason until last night was it was truly phenomenal, I have to say, yeah. even though I've, I'm not a supporter of, of the team. So I was yeah. Fun it was to watch. it was fun to watch, and even though you know, for in our household we have a lot of Texas roots, um, the Astros didn't win. I have to say, I felt like it was one of the most fascinating um, series to watch, just for the by the mere fact that nobody won at home. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Nobody won at home. That How was, does that happen? I have no clue. It was it was heartbreaking, you know, to have your team come back home and just lose so badly, but. For us, at least, uh, I think the the key was the pitcher game because we had, Max Scherzer was having some back spasms, uh, and we had to wait on that. So just waiting on our pitchers to play them in game six and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone was like, what are you doing? Why aren't we playing our best pitchers? And then we waited till that last moment when we really needed it. Yeah, and it was interesting that the pitcher won the MVP award, which doesn't always happen, yeah. especially when they had a lot of good hitting. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought Rendon was going to take the MVP award, but he didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know enough about baseball, to be honest. This jersey I got from my bar that I used to work at. <laughs> They took me to my. They, 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 they took me to my. I, I like that. That's honest. I, 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 I like that. the honesty. They, yeah. they took me to my first baseball game. I won like uh, employee of the month and the general manager. Shout out to A Town, by the way. I love and it. Uh, <laughs> and our actually our our uh, bar organization is like really close with DC Sports. Like yeah. the Washington Capitals were at one of our bars mm. uh, last night celebrating for the Nats. Yeah. And we had like they had like a makeshift uh, championship trophy and whatnot. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was amazing. I had a friend at the game last night. Shout out George. And uh, and you were here working. I was here working, <laughs> yeah. stressing, stressing real hard. Missing the last two innings. Yes, the, yes. The other thing I wanted to quickly comment on is, again, as we talk about that sports is a metaphor for life, there were so many things that happened across the World Series that really reflected that mm-hmm. again the 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 injuries that some of the pitchers had to enjoy, you know, like deal with and and play through sure. um the never give up like you know um Houston's walking into the National Stadium down 2 to 0 and like they they did not give up they right. did not relent mm-hmm. at all coming back to Houston the yeah. Nationals had to you know like literally fight to to win um, and also on a personal note, it was very interesting because I have family that lives in in Houston, and my aunt is a very big baseball fan. Okay. And I was again supporting more supporting her than than anything else. But it was really interesting to me because we talk we're 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 close relatively, but you know we have different lives. We live in different states. Mm-hmm. We see each other maybe around holidays, but for this week, 
I mean, we were talking constantly on, you know, via text. Oh, yeah. It brings you together. Yeah. It totally yeah, brings you together. Yeah. And it just reminded me. It's like, I, I wish I talked to my aunt like this more often because she was sure. so much fun. We were having such a good time. And at the end, I sent her a note saying, I'm really sorry that, that Houston lost. And she was like, okay, you know, yes, I'm disappointed, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just thanked her. I said, but it's been really fun. Like, yeah. I, I hope there's something else we can rally around. Exactly. So, Again, I feel like sports always brings people, well, it could bring people closer or tear them apart, or tear let's them be apart. honest. Exactly, yeah. Because, you know. So we're going to focus on the happy times. We're going to focus when on the bring people together <laughs> and they can be cordial. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that we, we really wanted to talk about, because it's something that we have talked about on this show more than once, is um, the announcement this week that the NC2A made um, saying that they now will allow – um, student athletes mm-hmm. to earn money off of their likeness and their, you know, their name and their likeness. Yeah. And we talked about this on a freestyle show maybe a month or a bit ago when California basically put in, uh, mm-hmm. it stated a new law that said that they were going to make that happen in California. Yeah. We said, great. We said, the great. The law's passed, but how exactly is that going to be executed? Well, it was interesting. And now they're working. Yeah. On, and uh, On what that looks like. Well, and it's so interesting, too, because... You know, they, I guess the NC2A has a board that mm-hmm. comes together and talks about like these issues, and the board is made up, or that maybe they do special committees to yeah, talk to divisions have to talk through it. You know, and they have various people who they are uh, engaging in these boards. So it yeah. goes from athlete up to, you know, athletic director. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the overwhelming feedback was it's time. It's time to do yeah. something, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But in the same breath, you understand that nothing's going to happen, like, for years. Not going to happen instantly. And like we've talked earlier, it's going to open up to a whole other set of issues that I don't know people are entirely prepared to deal with just yet. I I think it's going to be fascinating to watch this process because, uh, I mean, just one little tidbit that I heard about and read about was the fact that if a player is on scholarship and er and earns some kind of revenue off Mm -hmm. of their name likeness, that's... Either they are going to have to, like, somehow pay back, for lack of a better way of saying, the university, or they're going to have to claim their scholarship as, as a taxable income. Like, that's what – that is that is the level of detail that yeah. everybody's going to have to start talking about. And, and that's – it's not an easy topic. And just that alone, can you imagine if you're an athlete and all of a sudden you're getting paid, but – the government's now you, you file, now you have to file taxes, which you probably never thought to do right. because you're not earning a living. Exactly. Right. Now you got to file taxes. Now you got to make sure your parents are filing. It's like mm-hmm. it's going to have a ripple effect. Sure. That may be a positive one that has to happen. Yeah, yes. it may be worth yes. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it, it may be worth it, but it's going to be years. Yeah, it won't be easy. But you think it's good? I, I'm you know I'm curious to see what again how that gets implemented. What, what that looks like exactly, what those boundaries are for the athletes. Um, because, again, I think it's going to open up a whole other set of issues that people, you know, that the athletes aren't yet prepared to deal with. You know, I don't think everyone knows just what they don't know yet. Right. You know? Right. So, but change, there has to be a change for sure, what that looks like and what it means and what the ripple effects are and how people will deal with those. You know, we don't know just yet. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. I, I want to do. I really do want to do a whole show on it, where we find some expert that can come in and talk about it. Because I just, I think it's, it's such a, it's such a hot topic. Mm-hmm. 
it's and it's got it's so emotional. Yeah, for sure. It's so emotional. Right. All right. We'll do it. All right. Anybody else have anything they want to talk about? I got I got off my chest. Yeah. So do you feel good? I feel good. <laughs> Ready I, to move on? I think I think that we have so much to talk about just through all, right. all of our Facebook comments. Yes. Oh, in anticipation wow. of our show today that we should we should get going and introducing our amazing guest. So oh, so I've so already introduced him a little bit, but um, I was so excited when Ava said that she and Cedric connected because of the fact that we've never really done a full show, first of all, on boxing and yeah. boxing as not even, not just all the yours, sport all itself. <laughs> I'm glad to be a part of that. Yeah, not just the yes. sport itself, but the the health benefits, the the mental benefits of boxing. It as a as a a, a form of of um, physical fitness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, we couldn't let the moment go by. Right. Having Cedric in the studio without talking about boxing in general. So first of all, I would love for you to take a couple of minutes and just tell us who you are. Absolutely. First of all, thank you guys for having me on the show. I really appreciate you inviting me into your space and being the first to have this conversation. Bear with me as my voice is going because L.A. is basically on fire. Exactly. (laughs) It is. L.A. is on fire and we are dealing with smoke everywhere, folks, so we apologize. So we're going to do the best we can what we got. Um, Yeah, so I'm with you. Boxing is a science. It's a martial art. Really, um, I think sometimes it gets reduced to this like uh, barbaric sport, but really there's a lot to be taken from it, even in just the small details and um, connecting your mind and body. That's what I like to teach a lot of my clients is the understanding that uh, when you're in a combat situation, it's not so much that you're trying to hurt somebody, it's more so just self-preservation. Yeah. Like how do you stop the threat? In boxing, a lot of times you see a guy get stopped. Like mm-hmm. you don't say... A guy get, I mean, there are knockouts and technical technical knockouts, but you want to stop the yeah. threat of being hurt, right? And so when you reduce it down to that, that's where you learn, that, okay, there's a science, there's an art form. It's a martial art. I started out at karate. My parents put me in karate at a young age. Hated it. Yeah. Absolutely hated it. And it's funny now because I'm still in the martial arts, and it happens to be boxing. Sure. Um and we spoke a little bit earlier about you being in boxing yeah. longer than I have. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I have. Well, <laughs> I have. So you, like you, you were a collegiate boxer. Correct. So, so you were more competitive. Aira, precisely. Yeah. Aira precisely. doesn't want to have fun. Aira wants to have fun. She has put the stop of, I'm not having anybody touch my face. Yeah. There are limits. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's another great aspect of being able to use boxing for different reasons. For sport for confidence, for self-defense. Yeah. However you want to use boxing in your life, there, there's a way to use it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, th- there's a lot of aspects to it. So how did you get started? Absolutely. So um, I went to a small school in Atlanta called Georgia State mm-hmm. University. Um, my initial, I initially went to the University of Alabama Roll Tide. Oh, oh, uh, our, oh, oh my gosh. That's our, our super <laughs> The best football team Second in week in the show, we've got Look at that. I know. I got to <laughs> tell you. I'm, yes, I'm, yes, a, I'm yes. a Clemson fan. So. Oh, <laughs> I got to leave. I got to No, not my family is initially from Alabama. Yeah. Uh, my mom grew up um, in uh, Atmore, Alabama, which is near the state line of Florida. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, at a young age, we moved to Atlanta. So I grew up, most of my upbringing was in Atlanta. But I always had a connection with my family being in Alabama sure. to the Tide and all my uncles always being 
just crazy. RTR, yeah. Yes, RTR. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so growing up, it was ingrained in me early on that, you know, if I could get into Alabama, I would definitely go to Alabama. And I did. Um, but it's, it's also tough. And kind of the piggyback on what you were saying about kids yeah. being able to profit off of all this money at such mm. a young age, mm-hmm. um, off their likeness. That was a challenge for me, too. You go to college, and, like, everybody wants to give you a credit card. And it's like you sign up. It's like you walk on campus, and it's like, hey, sign up for this credit card. You get a credit card, and the next thing you know, you're like, yeah, you're in trouble. So it it will be interesting to to see how that kind of rolls out Mm -hmm. with kids and getting being able to make money. And now they have to get an accountant. And be responsible with the money. Yes, and reach out to guys like you on how to manage this money and and think about the next steps after. Sure. but, yeah, so I went to Alabama initially, did not like it. Um, just being away from my family, it was a very different dynamic than which I grew up uh, grew up in. It's really different from Atlanta, to put it, uh, just to put it short. And then I, I came back home. I, I went to Georgia State University. Mm-hmm. Once I got there, I uh, took a boxing class just for fun. Uh, ran into a really dynamic coach. His name was Randy Pogue. He's from uh, Philadelphia. And a lot of what I do now is – is what he did for me, which yeah. was inspire, motivate, uh, give me confidence. Um, he definitely ingrained a lot of me that I really like this mm-hmm. and I, I could be good at this. Right. Sure. So there was a boxing club there. Um, he invited me to come out to a boxing club. I was in the club. Next thing you know, three years later, I, I, I just was stuck, I, stuck with it. I just want to. I just want to know though. Like you, you never boxed before. It sounds no. like you stumbled into it. How yes. did you make that like? And maybe in college, it's there's it, maybe it's like the Olympics where it's a little bit different in terms of the the rules and how you how much you can hit and Correct. all of that and the gear that you're wearing. But how how did you make the decision that it was okay for you to kind of walk in the ring knowing that you're most likely gonna get hit? We grew up in a different generation. Okay, I yeah. tell you that <laughs> I was playing football at five, mm-hmm. running around like, like with shoulder got- pads, helmet. Yeah. So I've never been averse to physicality. So just being hit or hitting somebody just never was <laughs> something. I was just, I was was just breaking bones. No, no. no but that's it a was great... just always a rough. I've yeah. always been aggressive and rough. And, like, it was just never, like, scared to mix it up. Sure. So, so but now I have kids now I train. It's like flag football mm-hmm. till in high school. And I'm like, oh, it's just a different era of just – there's more conscious and there's more conversation about head trauma and how we manage these things, which mm-hmm. I understand. But um, I think for me it was good because it didn't It didn't bother you. No, I, I, no, I love that like, answer. I think yeah. it's so honest. I mean, it is honest. But, you know, I think when you don't – I don't want to say it's a girl thing because, I believe me, right. I know a lot of women who have no problem – boxing anything like and and doing playing football (laughs) like getting it's not a male or female thing i think it's a it's it's an internal like personal mindset you either have it like or you don't you know and i i so i think it's really interesting i just want to before you go on craig um of wola who has (laughs) been our our Craig Judah, who's been in yes. our studio with us, mm-hmm. said, "Ask that about the ATL." So I'm going to ask oh, you really fast. Oh, the ATL! Yes, yes. Oh man, is it is now a good time, or should we wait? Because I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's a perfect time, CJ. I don't think he cares about time, but um, <laughs> that was a perfect time because it, it brings me back to my college days, which yeah. were primarily in Atlanta, and then growing up in Atlanta, 
uh, it was just it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of culture. Some more of a melting pot. It's, it's kind of like L.A. in a little way, smaller mm-hmm. L.A. And then there's that um, southern kind of vibe. And as mm-hmm. you say, having family in Houston, mm-hmm. it's just a different uh, mentality of just feeling like everybody's family. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, it, for me, it's just when I got here, people don't really acknowledge you, whereas kind of back home, it's like you speak to everybody. You have family down the street that you go and see. And yeah. it, it's yeah. just more of a familial um, situation, whereas I moved out here and it's kind of like everybody's running in 600 different ways. Sure. Got so many different things and aspirations going on, which is great about this town. There's a lot of people trying to do great things. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. I gotta tell everybody if I could make the money I make here and live there, yeah. I would. And that's where my family is. And how long have you been really out here? People, this is year four now. Okay. So this is year four. Yeah. And uh, it just really, it's been, it's a challenge just kind of creating those relationships, mm-hmm. meeting those people that that I had in Atlanta, but. Oh, so I he was just asking journey. you about the. He was just wanted to know about the city. Oh, yeah. Well, the city's great. <laughs> I thought there was like the some city's great, great story. I, mean, I was like, if okay. you like seasons, <laughs> which I, I love, love it. I love, I love yeah, being it's in a Atlanta. Great city. Yes, yeah. it's, My, if you like seasons, yeah. great food, a yeah. lot of culture. Yeah. I, I would um, like to stress that we have seasons here in LA. Oh, no, well, we don't. Debatable. They, <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. We don't have your seasons here in LA. But no, we don't. We're on fire. Okay, that's our season. We're on fire. It's perfect. October, like, why am I wearing shorts in October? I know. Uh, it's like you're sweating. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It won't happen. I love LA. LA. It's the best city in the world. That's good. I can tell. Not yeah, <laughs> disputing, but don't sit there and pretend we have seasons. Okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah. Anyhow, so one of, what I'd like to start with is kind of the more general discussion. Okay. Um, because I think that of all the comments received on all of our social media platforms, I think bar none, everybody commented that from a, a physical fitness aspect, boxing is awesome. It's great, yeah. So I, I don't think anybody's disputing boxing as a discipline or boxing. And I do want to talk about that because mm-hmm. I, I, I had a, a boxing experience that, like, was very interesting. Can't and I, yeah. <laughs> so I do want to talk about that. But what I want to talk about first is the idea that boxing is a sport that may not be the most brutal of sports, but certainly there is a level of it where you look at it and you go, like, I, it's hard for me to watch professional boxing because even though I, I can appreciate the, the talent that it takes to mm-hmm. get to that point, yes. I, mm-hmm. I just, it's hard for me to watch. Sure. So this week we went to our friends um, out on social media and we asked the question, boxing, sports or brutality? And I wanted to read some of the responses that Go we got me. because I think it was very extreme. I won't read like in detail everything, <laughs> I but can't wait. So catchphrases. Give us catchphrases. Catch right. So one one friend said it's a t- it's terrible. It's a terrible barbaric wow. sport. So is dog fighting. Humans. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? That was that. <laughs> well, I like, did not expect yeah, that. Anyway. Humans will do anything for money. It's brutal and barbaric. And then I just want to quickly go on. She she said that um, in another text that it it feels like it's an awesome example of basic human barbarism, refined and justified to make a buck. Boxing is capitalism. So how do you respond to that? Because that like I was like I was a little floored. I would love to hear like I don't have to do all the talking. You guys have at it. Yeah. Sports, period. People are making money. Right. Right. And it's not the only industry where people are, <laughs> are making money. Capitalism right. is Absolutely. alive and well <laughs> all around the world. Women. Right. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd say people are getting as injured in the NFL or go. other sports 
than when it comes to boxing. I mean, it is just you see the punches more in boxing, obviously. But oh, that's an interesting every, point. Every every NFL game, yeah. there's someone getting sidelined. Well, I want to. That's yeah. another comment I want to save. So I want to okay. come back to that. <laughs> but like, just straight out, this is somebody who's uh, obviously very passionate. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. barbaric. Yeah, well. Do you feel like it's barbaric because you see the punches or as a boxer did you feel like like that you were in a barbaric sport? <laughs> I did not. No. That's the furthest from what I thought. I mean, you got to understand these these people are trained um multiple multiple hours, multiple multiple days, years of training on how to defend themselves yeah. and then again how to stop a threat. So when you think of it as there's a threat. There's two people in combat. They're yeah. competing against one another. It, it, it doesn't. It takes away that stigma of being barbaric mm-hmm. because again, there, there's a lot of <clears throat> uh, science and there's a lot of art that happens. You only have two hands. It, it, this is not UFC or any other type of martial art where you can yeah. use knees, elbows, different things. You have two hands. It's just two opponents in combat with two hands and. Yeah. and that's the beauty of it is that sure. you have to figure out a way to neutralize your opponent yeah. just using your two hands. Exactly. And that's that's the beauty of the sport. It's so interesting. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, and if you look at it, it's just like it's not like they're telling you, all right, you've got to put your hands down and let me bang you in your head for mm-hmm. the nine rounds. These people, women or men, they're, they're both competing and trying to gain a competitive advantage on one another in this fight. And to be fair, I think more of the fight is more so about fatigue. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a mental competitive. If you see someone like, for instance, Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. who's who made has taken, an entire career <laughs> on just not getting hit, there and there you have it. And then there's somebody who's going gone into the ring, fought until he's yeah. 50, yeah. 50 years old, taking very little to no punishment whatsoever yeah. on his body, on his head. Still has all his faculties. Mm-hmm. And this is someone that understood the beauty sure. of the sweet science. Like this is somebody that understood how can I neutralize my opponents, mm-hmm. not take punishment, and figured out that this is more of a mental game than yeah. it is a physical game. From a boxing fan standpoint, that's what you appreciate more than knockouts and seeing like is some it, guy though? come out. Is it really? Oh, yes. Okay. You, you look at it and you break down the film and you say, man, you see how he was able to slip a punch here and was able to move his head, how he was able to utilize footwork mm-hmm. to get out of this situation. I mean, even grappling, like we clamp and grappling, how do you rebound from a situation say you get hit in the body and now you're, you're hurt here how do you rebound how the, the mental toughness the, the championship medal of coming back from adversity similar to what you're saying about the astros who yeah. were down two zero yeah they were for a metaphorical sense laying on the canvas yeah they were hurt so how do you get back up from that and continue to fight and that that's a beautiful thing so i love that point I, I really do. You might have edged me over on this a little <laughs> thank, bit because no, I mean goodness. I truly, I it's it's I I want to understand it more. Yes. I don't again, well, and it's, it's not for everyone. But again, fair. to, to that's your fair. point, that those who are fans and can sit and watch, they are focusing on that. It's Correct. not just stand there and wait for someone to yeah. beat okay. them to a bloody pulp. But, but, they want to see but, all of that. Okay, yes. but I do want to say because it, it kind of went when you said that, I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, back yeah. Well, no, because look at the spectacle. Mm. Now I understand. I'm, I've been around the entertainment business my whole life. I understand the entertainment of the of yes. the match. Yes. But I got to tell you, from my limited perspective, a lot of times the fans, like I feel like the fans get disappointed if there isn't more yeah. hitting and blood. And so I don't 
I, I can't buy, mm-hmm. and maybe fair. I'm wrong, I no, can't fair. buy that most fans are looking for the subtleties mm-hmm. of what you're seeing or yeah. what you know. For me, they're out there like, God, you but know. But the question yeah. isn't, then is sport, is, is boxing a brutal sport? The oh, question is, the what do sports yeah, fans want? That's a whole they're, different story. Now, the, the, the sport itself is beautiful science. Yes. What you want to come and see, having bought your ticket, is on you. Yeah. Fair yeah, you can see blood in any sport. Yeah, but ha- but but what I want to see as because uh, I'm buying tickets, and the only yeah. way anybody makes money in the sport, obviously, is if people are buying tickets. Sure. Right. So behind that, is there a, a push in the professional world to take more punches, be more bloody? I, and I honestly don't know. Like, yeah. is there a push to do that because that's what people really want to see or do they really uh, interesting i just want to say on a side a couple of the comments that we got back unprompted mm-hmm. when people you know people were saying you know it's I, i'm not sure i love the sport blah 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 is that but i loved watching muhammad ali yeah. <laughs> no seriously yeah. sure. no it's really interesting sure. yes. and and again that kind of that's what i'm asking mm-hmm. is there are just not enough muhammad ali's or Mary, uh, mayweathers that are like very technically Sound, yes. sound, and yes. beautiful, and that's why you get this kind of like the feeling that my friend had that it's like a dog fight. <laughs> there we go back that, to that's that. such a hard analogy. It is. It is not even a proper analogy. Such a hard. Okay, we'll go. I got it. That's a great great comment. No, thank you for whoever said that because we never thought of it. In that way, yeah. um, when you when you mention Muhammad Ali, you got to understand is, is a very great entertainer yeah. outside the ring. I think a lot about Muhammad Ali is not about what he was able to accomplish in the ring; it's more so about mm-hmm. who he was outside the right. ring. I mean, he was very right. flamboyant, very boisterous, had a great personality, and um, it was really the height of boxing at this time because because of him, you know. And heavyweight yeah. boxing was very big at the time. Um, Ali is a one of one. There's not many people that have that right. type of engaging personality yeah. and spirit and uh, is able to galvanize people in that way. Um, to say there's not that many now, I just think the level of other sports now have tended to kind of dim the light of boxing because you have like LeBron James and it's hard to compete with guys like, you know, Steph Curry and right. your your Tom Brady's and like these people are you could go anywhere in the country in the world and say Tom Brady yeah. and people will know. Well, so the, the mega stars are kind of in different sports now. Ronaldo, these guys that are in different sports are just, just But listen, boxing's not hurting and they, no, you no, do no, have no. mega stars and mm-hmm. you do have people that are you know, matches all over the world and people lining up. So I mean the purses of some of the the biggest fights, if I'm not wrong, oh, are like in the incredible. forty million, fifty million dollars. I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. like it's yeah. chump change or anything. Oh, no, it's not at all. So clearly, there's there, clearly there is a substantial fan base. Right. My question is: Is that fan base driving the the brutalness of the sport more than the finesse of the sport because of what they want to see? Yeah, I don't think you know. I don't think you can say that it isn't. I mean, I think anytime you've got, you know, fans to engage, you know, entertainment to provide, you're going to be mindful of that. But there have been plenty of fights that get called because at the end of the day, you know, the athlete matters. Yes. You know, so fights get called and the trainer says, I'm sorry, you're done. This is just not going to go another round. Right. You know. Okay. 
All right, so the next comment, let's move on, because this one was equally as kind of like, whoa. Oh, is this, this <laughs> I love one, this. Is this, this, this the, the one? Way. It gets it's better than dog fighting. Oh, oh, thank Wait till you hear this one. Oh. All right, let's keep playing And on. it was interesting because um, I, the comment really struck me because I went to the same place even in my own thought process about the, the kind of the – what's the word I'm looking for? Comparing – football and boxing uh one of our comments from our fans said it's both like football it's a balletic graceful form of legalized manslaughter i, I told you to get better than dog fighting <laughs> wow <laughs> well uh, work, wow work this with is that. great <laughs> <laughs> well that was uh, hey well there you go legalized manslaughter and, and, and i was like <laughs> this is great i love these comments isn't it amazing you should talk about it should become a boxing kind of podcast right. that's let great me, let me tell you something i love the comments because yeah. again i personally feel torn about the sport yeah. so i went on to in my comments because i was literally like floored yeah. first of all i was floored <laughs> well floored that that she thought boxing was that, mm-hmm. but more floored that she thought football was that. Yeah. yeah. So I want I went on to query her. I was like, "Tell me about this. Like, I can kind of see it with boxing, but I can't mm-hmm. see it with football. And how are you drawing the comparisons?" And and her comments back had to do with the fact that you know football is one of the most brutal team sports. Like it's boxing in in a team setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Okay. <laughs> And that, okay. too, it's actually might even be more so because the, you're like in, a, in in the boxing ring, at least it's just one on one and you know where the the hand is coming from, so to speak. Whereas in football, you might be out there blindsided, blindsided yeah. and you have, you know, so it's even like she was even saying that football's worth. So I would love to hear your your comments. And do you believe that it's a form of legalized manslaughter? I think I mean yeah I don't like the blindsided hits. That's uh, whenever I see one of those, that's the worst thing ever. Um, and there's no avoiding it if someone's got a mark on you or something like that. And teams have been penalized. Uh, it's just horrible. But I manslaughter is just these people. Well, there, <laughs> there are cheap shots taken on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, in, true. in any sport in yeah. life, I mean, yeah, you walk true. around and people take cheap shots at you all the time. It's it true. you know, but to to take it to legalize manslaughter, that's yeah, all. that's just. You know, people's comments online. I mean, <laughs> but what happens? No, but what happens if somebody like okay, mm-hmm. maybe okay in football, you don't see it like you were saying. Like it's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. People have died in the ring. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And nobody gets thrown in jail because of it, right? No. Right? No, it's competition. <laughs> not so <laughs> I'm much. Sorry. Not so I'm, much not, I'm not trying to support it. I'm just well, saying, like, well, I see well, where it came from. <laughs> Because we're making very large jumps. These are willing participants. Yes, these people are, they're signing up to say, I'm very good at what I do. I want to compete against other people that are very good at what they do. And I feel like I'm capable of performing at a high level against these people. Yes. So uh, with that being said, I don't think that's the case it just for this example, in legalized manslaughter, I think yeah. there's one there, person There's a sport with rules. Yes. They're, they're right, and right, even right, within those rules, correct. human nature be, is that we yes. will step outside of those boundaries correct. every once in a while. And dangerous things will happen. Right. You know, Greg yeah. Luganis hit his head on a concrete diving platform. Yes, he did. Is diving now a brutal sport? Well, apparently, as another uh, participant uh-huh. in the conversation commented, that patty cakes in school has now been banned because... Somebody got their eye poked out. Yes. Oh, 
now. Exactly. My coach was like, scrape it off, son. Get back in there. Let's go play. It's yeah. just <laughs> different times. Different it's times. different times. Yeah. Um, no, I, it did not to sort of negate her <laughs> comment because she did mention that it was it was a beautiful, sweet martial art. Oh, you saw her cut. You saw her. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, she loves it, but she no, but she really likes it, and she loves football. Yeah. Yeah. It just it was very interesting that her first salvo was so like yeah. like oh my gosh, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah. But it was thought provoking. Yes, so appreciate yes. it, Claudia. Thank yeah, you so much yeah. for that. Thanks, Claudia. Now on on the other side of it, um, we had a lot of people talk about again uh, the the positives, um, and I found out that a lot of my friends actually have people in their lives and world that are into boxing, which yes. I had no idea. So that was fascinating. But one of the videos that a friend sent me. Uh, her brother owns a gym in Nottingham, England. Oh, nice. And, that, and, and he's a strategist, like a business strategist by nature, but he also has practiced both martial arts and then moved to boxing. Very nice. And became a trainer and opened this gym. And so there was an interview done with him where he talks about the fact that um, why he loves boxing so much is because it, it combines the mental the mental processes, the physical processes, the emotional processes. And what he went on to posit was the fact that when you watch a boxer or you watch anybody who's training in boxing, you are seeing an absolute reflection, a physical external reflection of their internal process. So that you can tell. Well said, yes. So I would love to hear you now are training um, people from all levels of capabilities and abilities and, can you expand on that? that I mean, that was beautifully put. I mean, that's exactly the way I try to train my clients is that um, there's a lot happening mentally more so than it is physically. You want to always be, and I think like you said, more so as a representation of life, you always want them to be alert and awake and aware and understand there's a lot of things going on. When I have my mitts on and I'm holding mitts for somebody, there's a lot happening and yeah. like, a second, like I'll tell them to do something, I expect it to happen right then, right? So now they're forced to react and to think and to be focused in this one moment. I always tell my clients, if you think about anything outside the door now, we right now we got to focus, otherwise we're going to catch a mitt to the face. CJ, for one, <laughs> shout out to CJ, has caught a mitt to the face a few times, Craig. Love you, but Craig. But he gets we're not focusing. <laughs> That's right. What's on Being your the mind? Moment. That's right. Uh, Craig, we're going to have to have you back on yes. to find was, out what's going on. He you. was focused on the yeah, ATL. He loves it, yeah. yes. He loves it. He's like, yeah, hit me, man. I, I got to <laughs> get it. I, yeah. oh, hit me, hit me. And I'm like, Craig, no, the <laughs> idea is not to get hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, I always tell people, if you're not thinking, you're not alive. Mm-hmm. You, you need to be constantly thinking and trying to figure out what's going to happen next, right? Let's always be one step ahead. Like, you cannot be behind. You cannot be thinking about anything else. What happens right now, that's what you focus on. And, and as you mentioned, it's a great um, internal look at how mm-hmm. somebody thinks. Well, he was. Right? He, what he does at his gym is he brings um, – he, he kind of marries the two. So sometimes mm-hmm. he'll bring his business clients and have, like, teams come into the gym – and he was talking about how he can assess, like, that person as an employee, what your challenges are going to be just by watching how they oh, yeah. engage sure. in the boxing ring yeah. and how they train and all that. And and 
it rang true to me because I was going to say the one time that I had, a, which intrigued the hell out of me, by the way, I never thought I would ever want to box even as a, even as a physical, you know, like training activity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've always been a runner and that's kind of like, that's what I do. Nice. And I had this opportunity. Aira was there and it was pretty funny because I know the level of quality of her boxing. And I was like, really, you want me to get in the ring? And they're like, yeah. And I put the gloves on. And Just doing that transformed her. Totally. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, yeah. I became a total. I was like, oh my gosh. I've now like transported and I am a lion. <laughs> I am yes. a lion. Yeah. Yes. Don't mess with me. Right. right. Yes. That was the first thing. But the other thing that I really was surprised at, again, was the, the amount of minutia, the coordination of minutia that you have to do. Like, yes. you know, I was going, saying, okay, like hit. He was doing the glove work and mm-hmm. I was like this and he's like yeah but when you're doing one hand you got to be protecting your you got to protect right, your face yeah right. and i kept dropping my hands he's like pick your hands up i'm like yeah. i didn't even realize so i dropped my hands stuff, right? like yeah. i had no awareness of my body yeah. yes that's a good way yeah. to put it yeah none yeah i didn't yeah. know what my feet he kept going shuffle do do something with your feet and i'm like yeah. aren't i doing something with my feet he's like no like, you're right. actually standing still right which yeah. i didn't realize absolutely so it just makes you more body aware it just makes you more aware of everything and that's the beautiful thing about it. Like I said, it's not so much about what happens between the trainer and the person. It's more about what happens with the person and on the inside. And mm-hmm. just thinking and being body aware and being mentally aware of what's happening in that moment, it's a beautiful thing. That's why I gravitated toward it. And that's why I love working with people because, again, you get to like uh, the the men that you've mentioned. Right. In, in England, yeah. Yeah, you get to see how people change and or react to certain situations or that their inner selves actually come out that's what Mm -hmm. i felt like when i put the gloves on it was like oh yeah Yeah. you're ready for combat you were like i'm ready i'm ready yeah Yeah. you know you i'm probably gonna get my ass kicked but i'd be ready for it because i have the gloves on there you go and training in boxing starts to transform how you do everything else agreed how you conduct yourself in business you know you learn to see to do things differently you learn to not not show your cards all at the same time and and how that looks when you're in the ring you know why are you why are you jabbing sort of to get a sense what the opponent's going to do you know wait for them to reveal their cards to you before you take a you know an action and that starts to shift how you conduct business how you deal in relationships with other people you know you start to really be very mindful and not right. calculated in a bad way, but just very aware of the energy that's being exchanged. Right. There you go. You know? It's beautiful, yeah. It's so I interesting. I agree. But how do you, I mean, I, I, it seems like it's such a physical sport. How mm-hmm. do you teach that kind of, like, it, it was so fast. Like, when I was in the mm-hmm. ring, it was like yes. everything was moving really fast. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about how, like, you have time to actually contemplate what you're doing. Oh, but it's it it, it starts to become part of your process. And you, you have your trainer saying to you, slow down. Mm-hmm. slow. It's not about going fast and going all out and giving it all. And then what you're exhausted before yeah. the round's even done. Absolutely. You know? Pacing. Right. Not at all. Total pacing. Mm-hmm. You're very calculated. Yeah, it's also really interesting, too, because rounds are typically, what, three minutes? Mm-hmm. That's... Seems very short. Yeah. It but is when not. you're in there. <laughs> it is not. It's a long it time. It seems like an eternity. <laughs> it yeah. Does. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. Especially when you're sparring and, and like you don't have, like there's no training. That's so when you see the real big difference. Yes. That because your person. mind's now involved. When Correct. I when you're doing mitt work and your yes. trainer's telling you blah, 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 one thing. Yes. When he, he now says get in the ring and yeah. you're just sparring, <laughs> total different world. I think I'd Absolutely. be terrified. That's part world. of it. Absolutely. And that's part of it. Yeah. And then once you can become not terrified yeah. and understand like, okay, there's a peace and calmness to this and I want to approach this, 
which again is perfect what you said about business and life mm-hmm. it's just not being antsy and just going in there and understanding trust my training mm-hmm. what I've been taught to do then it becomes more of a mental tactical approach and going with your gut yes you learn absolutely. to follow your intuition absolutely. so much better Agreed. than you do in lots of other so do you do these types of like what my friend's brother does like uh team building or like bringing people into you know your training world in order to help them like fine-tune some of these skills because that's what's fascinating to me Mm -hmm. about all the research that i've done about it absolutely yeah so there's a few companies i've worked with um before who had their employees come train with me and uh i mean it's just (laughs) you wouldn't think this but to be exhausted next to some of your like comrades or some people you work with every day yeah. and just see how they work out and just yeah. being able to laugh and kind of that I'm dying face. Yeah. It's kind of a <laughs> right. I love that. I've had that face of, on yeah, yeah. many times. Like oh people my God. tend to come together and they're like, I'm dying too, but you know what? We're going to do this together. Yeah, the, you know what I'm saying? Or to and, watch those and you're like, yeah, I knew you were the one taking the cheap process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you learn a it's lot about really people. Too, yes. You learn a lot about people. And you're like, yeah, you know, and there's an some people you. are like, yeah, they're like I'm, tough around the office and then you get them on the mess and they're like, yeah. oh my goodness. So like I said, it's just a good it's a good way to learn who people are. That's so great. Once they're in this this arena, this space. Well, yeah. but I love the idea that um, boxing as a as a practice, like Ava was saying, you know, you're taking physical skill sets and you're translating it into, yeah. gut, you know, honing your gut, emotional muscles. You're, mm-hmm. You yes. you can work out the kind of the mental emotional yeah. muscles as well as your physical muscles. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And, and that it's, I mean, I guess I always realized it was a very strategic sport, yes. obviously. Yeah. But but I didn't realize that it was that um, f- uh, finessed, yeah. I guess, is the, the best word I, I can think of. Absolutely. It is. Sweet so finessed. Was that, was that so a good finessed. word? Do you yeah, like yeah. that word? <laughs> and that make you happy? We've got, we've got just yes. minutes left. But okay. I don't want to miss the opportunity to talk about you working with kids and whether oh. or not boxing is something kids should be learning. And if so, at what age and why? And yes. how do you... It's one of my passions, yeah. honestly. Just working with kids at the very smallest level. I'd say the youngest person I've worked with is probably five, mm-hmm. five or six. Wow. And, yeah, and I think kids love it, obviously. Like you mentioned, yeah. once they put the gloves on, it's like, where are they at? Let me at them, right? Yeah. Um, and it just teaches kids the same principle, which is, and, you know, kids can be very sporadic and mm-hmm. everywhere. It just teaches kids to be focused in this one moment. And to learn a skill and uh, just to be invested in, and to give them that fitness component because in, in a lot of spaces now, especially in schools, they're trying to reduce, like, physical education, ECP yeah. going away. and um, just a crime, yeah, oh, yeah. by the way, that we should all be up in arms yeah, at. Yeah, yeah it, it really is. And you just start to see, you know, and even back to my earlier point was where you see kids, like, not being physical in football or, like, we're taking that away. I think kids appreciate that kind of like oh this is like a physicality like physical mm-hmm. sport and um well the other being you know, in that space the other interesting thing is is that it's a very natural thing as a parent to put your kid in say karate which yes, both of us have that's done what my parents, yeah, my parents and nobody really thinks hey let's put my maybe because there isn't enough like kids boxing places around like i wouldn't because i'm thinking yeah. about and my parents, own son and i'm and going parents that could struggle be cool with it parents yes. struggle with yeah. it and i've had that conversation i take my kids boxing they've been boxing for you know i mean they're Very young nice. but they've been boxing and i have a conversation with parents but you're teaching them to be brutal you're teaching them to be aggressive you're teaching them to that's not at all what they walk away learning right well and and when they're out of the ring they don't want to be walking around socking their kid i mean no. 
you know, our boys spend time together all the time. Yeah. My son's not yeah. wanting to beat up on right. her son just right. because he knows how he knows how to move in the ring. Well, it's interesting. One of the articles that was sent through the social media was about the fact that um, in the UK, um, the Educational Commission is looking at putting um, boxing into schools oh, yeah. Beca- yeah. Uh, because for self-defense purposes, yes. but for all the other beneficial sure. reasons that, that we've talked about today. Yeah. So we have one minute to go. Okay. Before we sign off on all of our stuff, we want to give you a chance to share with people where they can find you and Absolutely. where your classes are if they're not on the – if you know it's a private session. Do you have any other place that you go, which we know, but go ahead. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously, thank you again, guys, for allowing me to come into you guys' domain and be able to talk about the sport that I love and it's kind of embraced me. And, um, this, I think this conversation was really And you're great. welcome so back like, anytime. Anytime. Well, so you, know. well, you guys are great. Thank <laughs> you so much. Um, yes, yeah, so if you're interested uh, in working with me, you can go to my website, uh, sedfit, uh, C-E-D-F-I-T-L-A.com, uh, and you can kind of set up a session with me if you if, if you wanted to do that. Um, also train at WOLA. There's a kids boxing class that we offer two days a week, Wednesdays and Fridays. Um yeah, and then I also teach the class at Intention Boxing, which is in North Hollywood. It's okay. what we did today. So I'm everywhere. Um, easy to find. I'm on Instagram as well. I think yeah. that's kind of the way people find you now at Said Fit LA. And uh, yeah, yeah. Just, You're out there. Yeah, You're yeah, out there. Easy, people can find, find you. Easy to find. <laughs> Thank you so much for being <laughs> here. And as always, we appreciate everybody who tunes in and who downloads our show afterwards. You can find us at thedistilleryinc.com. You can also find it on all the social media platforms at at distillit360. Um, you can also download and subscribe to us on YouTube, um, oh, Google Play, um, iTunes, Cast Castbox, Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Spotify, everywhere. and everywhere. all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. We will be back in two weeks. We can hardly wait. Everybody have a safe and happy Halloween. Don't eat too much chocolate. <laughs> thank, thank, you, thank you shy thank you it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.